How would you like to manufacture overseas and not have to deal with China? Today, I interview the largest B2B commerce company in India, where you can source almost any B2B product at China prices, but with a more reliable source and with a US-based office. If you have custom manufacturing needs, they can also help you find an India-based factory that will likely deliver similar costs to China, but without the downfalls of manufacturing in China. Are you looking for new ways to make your sales grow? You've tried other podcasts, but they don't seem to know. Harvest the growth potential of your product or service as we share stories and strategies that'll make your competitors nervous. Now, here's the host of the Harvest Growth Podcast, John LeClaire. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm really excited to be speaking with Yash Mahendra, who is the Vice President and North America Leader for a company called Moglix, M-O-G-L-I-X.com. You can check them out after the show, of course. But we're going to dive in first to explain what is Moglix. And I guarantee if you were from India or had spent any time there, this is a business you would have definitely heard about over there. And it's making great inroads here in the US in large part because of the work of Yash. And we'll talk about the history of the business, what they do, and how they're growing here in America as well. And this interesting story that they've got. Yash, welcome to the show today. Hey, uh, John. Uh, awesome to be here. So if you could tell us a little bit more about the company, what is Moglex? How does it work? Absolutely. Um, so John Moglik started uh, in India in 2015. And, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, today India's largest B2B commerce company. It's valued at $2.6 billion. It's, uh, you know, 2.6 times over unicorn. Uh, and we have a very interesting history. We really started uh, at a time when, uh, you know, India was looked at as the destination for software and IT and shared services, whereas China was started uh, was looked at uh, as the destination for manufacturing, and uh, you know our founder had this vision that you know one day India is going to become you know a great manufacturing super house as well, and uh, you know he started with that vision. Um, Moglix.com, which today you see as the you know the largest B two B e commerce platform in India, uh, started with this vision of uh, being a one stop shop for anyone in India who's a small or medium enterprise and uh, they're running a factory operation. Uh, and, you know, whatever they need, whether it's, uh, you know, a belt, uh, a motor, a pump, fasteners, lubricants, oils, et cetera, et cetera, they could just log on to moglix.com and, uh, you know, order it on there and get it all delivered at their doorstep in a, step in a very Amazon, you know, like experience. And, uh, you know, something like that, uh, you know, was quite visionary at that point in time. Um, if you want to look for, uh, you know, a parallel in the U.S., you know, that would most likely be a Granger or a Fasenal. And, uh, yeah, we started with that vision. And, you know, really that was, you know, the, the first, uh, you know, product that we, you know, put out there. Now, fast forward uh, seven years, Moglix is uh, into a number of uh, uh, you know, different businesses, you know, we have a, a financing business where, uh, you know, we solve, uh, you know, credit financing type of problems. We have uh, a fashion and lifestyle business that <clears throat> predominantly exports, uh, you know, outside of India 
uh, we have uh, you know manufacturing as a service business, so on and so forth, right? But the common theme underlying all of these businesses is uh, you know to enable smoother, seamless, faster B two B transactions. That's great. Very well spoken uh, and explaining why it's been so successful. It's certainly a need for this. And I think especially over the last few years, the knowledge of the need for uh, in the US, you know, speaking to most of our listeners and my experience as well, to find manufacturers that are not just in China, right? Finding other manufacturing uh, opportunities or options outside of there, but still at a cost cost savings uh, capability. So India is a fantastic place for that. So you guys started at the right time, maybe the creative genius or benefited from it. I don't know, but perfect timing, certainly for a business like yours to be growing in India. And of course, now here in the US as well. Yeah, so, no, <clears throat> absolutely. You know, I, I, uh, you know, and that's like the perfect, uh, 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 you know, point of uh, departure into, you know, talking about, you know, what we are doing here in the US. Uh, you know, see, essentially, the first uh, seven issuers of the company were focused on you know, what we like to call building the financial, technological, um, and physical infrastructure for manufacturing in India, right? So today we have, you know, 40 warehouses uh, across India, a network of over 20,000 suppliers, uh, you know, connections within 25 manufacturing hubs within India that are, you know, so deep. Uh, you know, to the point that, you know, we have teams actively engaging and developing suppliers in each of those hubs. Um, and then, you know, having built this infrastructure, you know, we thought, uh, you know, why not extend it as a service to customers outside of India? And that is really where the North America story comes in. So we started uh, our North America uh, venture uh, right after the pandemic. I think that, that was the time when uh, you know, a number of companies were thinking about building a China plus one strategy, having, uh, you know, seen what happens when you don't risk diversify from a country dependence perspective. And, uh, you know, today, uh, that's exactly what we're engaged into. We're helping a number of large and medium-sized companies, uh, you know, figure out their China plus one strategy and specifically build their India supply chain. And so what are your your revenue streams primarily here in the US? Is it primarily finding and working with manufacturers in India to bring good and, and other places to bring goods here to the US from your perspective? Yeah. So uh so in terms of uh, uh, you know revenue uh, streams uh, you know there's a few different businesses that we run uh, here in the US and you know they you know how we started was uh, you know we re really looked at the whole value chain uh, end to end, you know, from a buyer in the U.S. to a supplier in India, and we started identifying points of friction. Right, so we think about, uh, you know, let's take, uh, you know, Walmart as an example. Right, so there's a buyer sitting there, uh, you know, doing their research on, uh, you know, where to procure certain products from. They, you know, want to procure it from. Uh, ideally multiple sources, but also for to each of those sources gives a substantial amount of uh, volume to justify scale. And, uh, you know, it starts from there, you know, now they need to find uh, the best supplier in India, you know, who can uh, meet their uh, purpose. They will issue an RFQ, then there will be 
uh, response from the supplier, then there will be negotiations on price, then an order will be placed, and then the product is going to sh be shipped from India. It's going to take 45 days to reach the U.S., and then there's going to be customs and so on and so forth, right? And, you know, uh, while, you know, all this is happening, you know, there's big questions on whether the supplier is mature, whether they have the right processes from a quality perspective, do they have the right working capital, uh, you know, financing options available to uh, supply and fulfill such an order. Uh, so we, we started analyzing, you know, this whole flow, this whole value chain, and we found several points of friction around which we built uh, different businesses. So one, of course, is one revenue stream, to answer your uh, question on revenue streams, uh, is, of course, our commerce offering, which is about, uh, you know, rather than, you know, go to a supplier directly in India, you know, give us the order directly and let us manage the whole stream end to end. And, you know, what we can do as part of that offering is, you know, uh, you know, take complete end to end responsibility, deliver everything at your doorstep, uh, ensure 100 percent quality assurance. Uh, ensure that you know if there are any working capital, et cetera, needs we fulfill them, and also uh, you know in India, uh, you know often you know we work with a distributed manufacturing sort of paradigm, so we can take your order and split it among different uh, factories. Uh, sometimes uh, you know factory one is is doing steps one to three, factory two is doing steps four to six, and stuff like that. So we do all that optimization and engineering on our end so that you know you get the best price best quality and fastest delivery so that really is our commerce offering and then the second one is our working capital offering which is uh, you know essentially saying that okay you already have a relationship you know in india uh, and uh, you know you're pretty happy with the supplier but then you know they have uh, working capital issues they in the Indian banking system is not uh, very accessible to a medium-sized or small enterprise, and you know we plug in that gap. So we, you know, today we are uh, uh, you know doing working capital financing for uh, you know the supplier base of pretty much every large uh, retailer that uh, sources from India. And, and how about custom manufacturing? So if you know a lot of our listeners are developing their own product, for example, how would they go about working with Moblix to find the right manufacturer or distributed group of manufacturers to create a new product and bring here? I think I think that's an excellent question. And you know we are we are seeing more and more of those uh, you know queries, you know with the whole e-commerce entrepreneurship you uh, know thing now, you know really uh, uh, you know taking off even more you know, after the pandemic, um, I think we've tried to keep that process, you know, as simple and seamless as possible. You know, one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, people struggle with when they're building a new product is, you know, they need someone to talk to and you're preferably in their time zone, right? And that has always been a struggle. And for us, uh, uh, you know, with this team that we have in the US, you know, there are always people available to have that conversation. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's the process of going back and forth a few times before, you know, that the exact specification can be put down on paper. So we we solve that, solve for that uh, first. You know, then, you know, now that we understand the specifications in detail, we go to our directory of 20,000 suppliers in India and we try to find the best one. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, there are, we go to bigger suppliers because, you know, they have the scale, but sometimes we go to smaller ones because, you know, they... Uh, can do a small 
uh, minimum order quantity, right? This time, many times, you know, folks like these would like to start with 300, 400, 500 pieces, and that's it, yep. right? So we oftentimes we would go to a smaller manufacturer and, uh, and uh, get this done. And then, uh, you know, our teams in India, you know, they're constantly monitoring the quality. Uh, we never charge you for sampling. You know, it's always free. Uh, no, if you want to do one or two or three iterations, we absorb the cost of all that. Uh, you only pay us once you've approved the sample for production. And, uh, and uh, you know, we, we've also been extremely flexible on on quantities for the first order because, you know, we uh, think of that as an investment in a, in a new and a growing business. Fantastic. And if, if a listener wanted to get a hold of you or your organization with these types of questions and start that process for custom manufacturing, would they just go to mogulix.com for that side as well and <clears throat> call or contact through the website? Yeah, so uh, they can go to zoglix.com. So that's uh, Z-O-G-L-I-X. And uh, that that's just the U.S. Uh, version of uh, the website. Uh, that we created yeah they can go in there and they can submit a query uh, through there we've also put in our catalog of uh, standard uh, products that uh, you know we source regularly and you know if any of those uh, are of interest you know they can submit uh, rfq from the website itself fantastic and we'll include that url in the show notes as well for any of our listeners that might be driving, can't write that down, but it's Zoglix with a Z, Z-O-G-L-I-X.com. So what what are you doing now to grow the business? You guys have been so successful over in India and are already seeing some of that success here in the US, but what have you done as a business to start really drive that growth from a marketing perspective? Right. Uh, no, absolutely. I think, uh, see, for us, from a marketing perspective, from a sales perspective, our big challenge was to identify companies that uh, were really keen on building the India supply chain. Now, the context here is everybody's talking about China plus one, right? Uh, and there are many flavors of it, right? I mean, you would have, uh, you know, if you just open Wall Street Journal on any given day, you would have uh, people discussing reshoring back to the US, which absolutely is, you know, part of the China plus one strategy. You would uh, see a lot of discussion on nearshoring to Mexico, which again is uh, you know part of the uh, uh, you know strategy. You know, and then there's friend shoring where I think you know Germany comes in, UK comes in, uh, you know, bringing some manufacturing there. Uh, and then you know there's diversification within India, uh, sorry, within Asia, where Southeast Asia and India uh, kind of both come in as well. Um, so I think uh, uh, everybody's talking about it. But I think we've seen that there are certain companies that are really serious about implementing it. And, you know, so from, from our perspective, the marketing challenge was how do we get in front of, uh, you know, those companies that, you know, are really looking at, uh, uh, you know, really translating that, uh, you know, high level thinking into, you know, goals and KPIs and metrics. And, uh, you know, really start uh, kind of uh, pushing for that. So, you know, some of the things we did, of course, you know, we, uh, we uh, you know, look for press releases uh, of, you know, any of the companies that put this thing out there. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, this is all public knowledge, but, you know, Walmart uh, famously went out and announced to the world that by 2027, 
they would take their India sourcing from three billion, ten billion dollars. Amazon something did something similar, and so there are you know a number of companies like that, which you know obviously we thought you know would be great for us to target. Um, uh, that's definitely something we did. The second uh, piece that you know we did from uh, you know a marketing perspective is uh, you know there's this there's the export database called Panjiva. And, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, thankfully has a rec- record of, you know, all the export and import transactions across the world. Uh, and, uh, you know, we studied uh, that uh, database pretty closely. I think we have a whole analyst team that analyzes that database very closely. And we track, uh, you know, transactions, uh, you know, from India and the United States. And obviously, you know, anyone who is familiar uh, you know, with India and has done business in India is, is a natural customer for us because, you know, with them, we can have conversations on, you know, addressing their pain points, increasing, you know, the flow, uh, you know, of uh, goods and services, you know, from India. So, yeah, I think those are the two big things that we did to grow the business. Well, Yash, thanks so much for sharing your story about Moglix and Zoglix here in the U.S., I think it's a great resource in many ways for a lot of our listeners. I encourage you to check out the website again. It's in the show notes for the U.S. version. Go to zoglix.com. Yash, is there anything I didn't ask you that you think could be helpful for our audience? Absolutely. I think uh, 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 I think the, the few things that uh, you know I would I would cover is uh, that uh, uh, you know really India has gone through this uh, almost a revolution you know, in the last 10 years, you know, when it comes to manufacturing. And it's it's, it's very difficult to, uh, you know, witness it unless, you know, you've been to the hinterlands, you've been to the interiors, right? Because if you still go to the big cities, they're still driven by, you know, services businesses, right? You'll see big multinationals and, you know, the software companies, the, uh, the, the IT companies and so on. But, you know, in the there's a silent revolution that's happening in the hinterlands where the manufacturing base is. And the government of India has, uh, you know, really pushed, uh, you know, for this make in India movement, which, uh, you know, today has kind of given the confidence to uh, the country's suppliers, you know, take on anyone, you know, on a global uh, scale. And, uh, you know, I, I attend a lot of trade shows and, uh, you know, attend a lot of uh, exhibitions and uh, it's, it's heartening to see you know the increasing participation and confidence of Indian suppliers. So uh, maybe John, that's the last thing I'll say is that I mean, if you if you're someone who's uh, you know looked at uh, you know China or other uh, countries as a potential source, try out the new India, and you will be surprised at uh, you know the uh, kind of uh, maturity and the kind of quality you can source from there. And I'll echo what Yash has said. We've had many of our clients either take on a China plus one strategy by adding India into their manufacturing stream, or some that are doing a one minus China strategy, right? Where they're trying to eliminate for various reasons China entirely. If that's either way, India can be a great resource for manufacturing of many, many different goods and or services, of course, but different goods and manufacturing across the country, uh, much more so than even five or 10 years ago. So I encourage you to check out 
Zoglix.com, you can learn more, see what might be in their commerce stream already. But if you've got custom manufacturing needs, then uh, reach out to Yash and his team. And uh, I'm sure they'll be able to help you potentially to maybe save money, uh, certainly save on or get better quality and better interaction um, with, uh, as you as you stated, one of the great benefits is having a team based here in the US, which is difficult to do with a lot of overseas manufacturing uh, partnerships. So that's a fantastic resource to be able to help with the gap, right? The, the, the distance between here and overseas manufacturing by having a team on the ground here that's US-based. Well, Yash, thank you again for your time. This is a lot of fun today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John Fathom. For the listeners, go to zoglix.com to learn more. Also, be sure to check out harvestgrowth.com to see other episodes we've recorded. If you'd like to take a shortcut and learn the process that we've used to launch and grow hundreds of businesses since 2007, download our cheat sheet at harvestgrowthsecretsauce.com, or you can set up an appointment right from our website to speak directly with a member of the Harvest Growth team in a free one-on-one consultation. 